guys. We're Puerto Rico Siembra. Welcome to another episode. We love to talk about all things in the Hispanic community, from business to pop culture to everyday life. And we just want to welcome you guys back to another awesome episode um, here with our team. For sure, for sure. Uh, my name is Miguel. I'll be the host for this episode again. And uh, we're going to start the introductions just as always. And we also want to go ahead, since this is a special Mother's Day episode, uh, we want to go ahead and introduce ourselves and say what our mothers are to us. So my name is Miguel. And to me, my mom is uh, limitless, ilimitada. Hola, my name is Stephanie. Welcome to another episode. Y para mí, mi madre es fuerte. Hola a todos. Uh, yo soy Lupe. Y para mí, mi mamá es eh, poderosa. Hola a todos. Uh, mi nombre es Andrea. Y mi mamá es muy adorable. Hola, compas. Mi nombre es Héctor Morales. Y mi mamá es amable. Hola a todos, es Jose otra vez, y para mí mi madre es una reina. Yeah, so we basically just want to dedicate this episode. Uh, queremos dedicar el episodio para todas las, las madres um, que son mamás y van a ser mamás. Uh, it doesn't matter if you're just like a fur mom or an actual mom. Uh, so like all the aunts and sisters and all, literally all the mothers out there in the world um, doing the impossible, which is being a mother. Uh, so basically, I, don't, I mean, like, what does, like, um, I guess the word, like, mother, like, actually, like, mean to you? Like, what does that mean uh, besides, you know, what your mom, like, what you already stated? Uh, to me, it's just, like, a leader, uh, a, like a boss, uh, an independent individual that's like selfless. Uh, I mean, mothers are like just the word itself, like a mother. It's like a powerful word. I don't know what you guys think. Well, I was going to say mothers to me, like as a whole, just it makes me think of like the army. Uh, just somebody who's there to protect you and always serve you um, for your whole life. Um, I think the love that they have is mm-hmm. so limitless. Yes. They literally do anything. When you were explaining what we were going to talk about, I was like, I thought of a backbone. Like literally, she is she's everything to me. Mm-hmm. Like I, I cry thinking about her being gone. <laughs> Oh my, oh my god. No, we're gonna this is a positive podcast. No, no is <laughs> to me, you guys. That's what I meant by that. Like she, oh. she's she's my best friend. She's who I go to for everything. She's what I rely on. At the end of the day, if I don't have anyone, I have my mother. And that's why when I picture her not being around, it's so debilitating because it's like, <gasps> what am I gonna do? Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, I, I know. Like... Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. But I was going to say, um, for me, with my mom, she was a single mom um, for me. Um, and she was just, she just showed me how to be brave and how to be independent and how to not rely on, like, you know, how to not rely on a man um, to... Amen. To, you know to get things done and because of her you know I was like I need to get my education I need to I need to get myself together um for her to be self-empowered exactly so that's why I'm like she's because she literally like you know 
just talking to her, like, and, like, her friends, and, like, she just, like, empowers everybody around her, and so, yeah, that's who she is to me. She's a single mom, she's a badass, and, you know, she doesn't need anybody else to tell her that. She just knows it. She owns it. Yeah, for sure. So, I guess you could say, you know, why do we value our mothers so much? Because they are literally the backbone, and and when that no one's there or nothing's there to support you or lead you forward, you know, you can always turn around and, and have, uh, if not both your parents, for sure, definitely your mother, uh, for those of us that uh, are still able to, you know, talk to our mothers and, and be able to see them. Obviously, with the, this quarantine, like, it's kind of hard to see them, but hopefully you're still communicating with them and staying in touch. Uh, if you do have the opportunity uh, and definitely like relationships change through the years. So they get stronger. Some of them, if not most of them, uh, some part ways, unfortunately, but at the end of the day, uh, you know, we're still hopeful that we still have that connection and we're still able to communicate and thank our mothers and, and show them that, you know what, everything that you put yourself through to put me through like it's paying off and this is me and this is who I am. And if it, if it wasn't for you and all the challenges that you, you had to face, like I wouldn't be here today. And um, that's definitely, I can definitely relate to that. Uh, and like my relationship with my mom hasn't changed at all through the years. Uh, she's taught me literally everything that I know. My, my dad is not a handyman. So, uh, he, he's like afraid of heights. So he can't even climb a stair to change a light bulb. Uh, he can't fix cars. And my mom grew up, like my grandfather taught my mom everything about fixing cars because he had a car shop and things like that. So Ooh, whenever cool. the car breaks down, she fixes it. So she taught me how to like, uh, I haven't had to change a tire, but I'm pretty sure she knows how to do it. So she I mean, at this point, I just put like YouTube tutorial and that would be it. But <laughs> like she shot, she showed me so much. Like she showed me how to do my taxes. Uh, she showed me how to cook-ish. <laughs> I kinda, well, I pick a little bit of that just from the internet. But gosh, I mean, she's, I, there's some things that I don't even know that my mom taught me how to do like that's how much she's taught me like if my mom wasn't my mom i don't know where i would be i would be a completely different person yeah yeah i guess what you um, go ahead sorry Uh, i guess coming back to the point of like um and going to the podcast again um our culture I, i think our culture makes us stronger bond with our our mother especially just because she's right there for us uh, at least for me because my dad was working 24 7 and the only uh, my mom was the only figure I could look up to even though um, like I went to military school and all that stuff like for when I was a kid like she was right there for me you know I didn't know you went to military school that's pretty cool yeah like middle school yeah, yeah. I think for me, honestly, like 
I was looking at a uh, like self-esteem thing for like kids on uh, Instagram the other day. And I started crying because I read it through and I was like, oh, this is really cool. And then it brought back to like when I was a kid and I was like, wow, like my mom really like implemented all these stuff into my lifestyle that it was the reason why, like, I feel like it helped me become who I am. So like adding, I mean, I agree with everyone what you have all said. Like, I don't know. Mothers are just like, wow. Like, you know, they do so much. But yeah, like my mom, she definitely put a little bit more into it like especially like I feel like having a kid who was like special needs and then also trying to give the same attention to the other child like I don't know it's just I definitely appreciate everything she has done for me and continues to like push me and I get so emotional I love her yeah they do they literally do the impossible uh I mean even now like none of us that I know of at least have any kids. So <laughs> I couldn't, I can't even picture myself like putting, putting myself in my mom's shoes and like having to make all the decisions that she made for us growing up. Uh, not only like speaking of myself, but like speaking for everyone, uh, you know, from single mothers to uh, facing challenges uh, like within the family to just like everyday life of just being like a Hispanic mom. And not only like in the United States, but like, like in Mexico, it's like, it's completely different. Um, so we definitely want to give them a shout out to all the moms. If you're listening and you're a mom, this, this is for you. And we're thankful for everything that you do and everything that you're going to do. And uh, we couldn't even start to imagine how to even pay you back for everything that you, that you've done for us and your family and those around you. Uh, so like, what do you guys think? Like, do you guys think eventually, like if you had, I guess this is like a pretty interesting question. Like if you had all the money in the world or you had the ability to like pay your mom back, like, can you even like start to imagine like what that would look like? No. Well, yes, I can. So I don't think I would ever be able to pay my mom back completely. Cause dude, she gave birth to me. Like, I don't even want to do that. (laughs) 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 Because it's like really painful. It's a a really long, painful process, but beautiful nonetheless. But I would definitely start by giving my mom her own home where she, I think a lot, even like, you know, rappers always give their mom like their first home. They buy it for them. They don't Mm -hmm. have to that anymore i don't want her to work i want her to just be relaxed for the rest of her life but i those are just materialistic things i don't think i could ever pay her back and she just says that to her me accomplishing like going to school getting good grades and just i guess being a good person she's like eso es suficiente para mí eso es, eso es más que suficiente es lo único que te pido and she's yeah like, they're so selfless it's like they are they just want you to repay them by doing better. Yeah. And, and they know like the extent of what you could be. I know my mom's always telling me, uh, you should do this. You should do that. You should take the opportunity to uh, teach classes and make videos and share what you know with, with people. And uh, yeah, they, they always want you to, they know you could be better and they see that potential in you and they always want to sh- strive to push that out of you. 
He's crying. I got hiccups. Oh, I was, don't cry. <laughs> we're just going to say I was crying. <laughs> but like, even like now, like, like adulthood, basically, like Hector bought like an entire house. Like he's more adult than everyone in here. <laughs> but like they, How do you <laughs> they inspire us still to like strive to be better. Like if you follow any of us in social media, uh, you might have seen us like post about our mothers, like doing like, uh, like Dia de Nino, like with their mothers or things like that. But like, I know like Jose, he can probably speak more into this, but like he actually like works directly with his mom and, and her restaurant. And she sees, he's literally seen like a different side of her. Like I've seen my mom work on projects and like do her own thing. But like, I've never actually like worked with my mom and I feel like it's different than me working with my dad, taking pictures. Like, I feel like it's a little bit more empowering. Uh, and I know like Jose has like, I've seen him post just like in the last couple of days about like how much her mom, like his mom inspires him and like how he even wants to go into like culinary school and like learn how to cook and like cook for her and like push, push himself to be better for his mom. So like, I don't know. I thought that was inspiring. No, I- I I will say that 100%. Earlier, you were saying how, like, the relationship between mom and their kids, like, changes throughout the year. Uh, when I lived at home when I was 18, and the girl was previewed to this, um, I didn't have the best relationship with my mom. Uh, we both have very strong characters and attitudes. Uh, when I moved out, we actually became super close. And when I moved to Chicago, she didn't want to see that. But like you guys said, like, they always want you to do better and to grow into your career and to who you are. Um, she pushed me to do that. And then when I came back, I spent seven months working just at the restaurant with my mother. Um, and it was nice for us to sit down and think about like, Hey, what can we do for the business to grow it, to push forward? Um, and we had a lot of like, yeah, we bonded over that. And it was, it was different. It was something different. Um, it was nice for her to teach me more things. I was teaching her different things. Um, I've learned a lot of cooking. Um, and like you said, I did tweet like two days ago that I wanted to go to culinary school um, and start cooking just because I want to help her build that empire. And mm-hmm. I found a new love that I didn't know that I had. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a, definitely a time of discovery for the both of us. But I can't imagine even having to pay her back for everything she's taught me. Like that's just, there are, I don't think there's anything money could buy to pay my mom back. Yeah, you can't, you a hundred percent cannot put a price on it. Like, like Stephanie said, like she literally gave birth to you and like, she doesn't want to do that. (laughs) And it's crazy to think like, even now, like in adulthood, like you, you would think like you're, you should be like already set in your ways and be like, Oh, like what else can my mom teach me? Like, no, like you, there's, uh, there's different ways every day, how your mom can push you to your limits and, and like push those limits even higher. Um, like I said, like I, I personally cannot relate to like the type of relationship of in, or insight that Jose has with like working with his mom. Uh, I know many of us don't even have the the chance or ability to even see that side. Um, and it's, it's totally different. So. Yeah. 
there was a comment that you there's something that you said earlier but I kind of want to like retract a bit to how our relationship has changed throughout the years Mm -hmm. and I feel like now as we're getting older I'm just now starting to oh you were talking about like what you've learned from them so I'm just now starting to finally put pieces well not just now but like as I've gotten older put pieces together everything that she's done for me and the effects that it has had on my life and it makes me feel really shitty about myself because I remember growing up as a little girl I was super attached to my mom I was never, I never away from her. And then you get to those teenage years where you just clash heads with your mom so much. And it's so common for girls. Cause I know for like boys. It's yeah. Moms, probably like, I, I can't really like, I clash with my dad. Yeah, no. <laughs> That's for Father's Day. We'll save that one. <laughs> it was like two best friends that just, it was just like, oh, well, and it was, I was never like that, but. <laughs> but it was it was such a bitch I'll be honest I was really mean and and it's like I wasn't even intentional just like all the hormones and everything and you always take it out on the nicest people around you for some reason or at least I do and now that I'm older I'm like oh my god like that is so mean and I see my niece doing it to my sister and I'm like girl like that's your mom you better stop like when you get older you're gonna feel terrible about it and I and now I sometimes I catch myself still being like mom, but then I'm like, hold up, like no, like stop. It's it's a process. It's definitely maturing, but as a person, but also under like maturing your relationship and understanding everything that they really are for um, you. You can definitely appreciate like your childhood a little bit more, especially like I guess like for me, like the big turning point. Uh, like when like I mean I've always appreciated my mom but I feel like when I told her I was like mom I think it really hit her when I moved out but when I told her and I had the conversation with her and I was like mom uh, I don't want to go to college like you know that how hard that was for me to like sit down with my mom because uh, she's the one that's well both my parents but like my mom especially she always wanted me to go to college and, and to pursue a degree. It doesn't matter what degree it was, like whether it was an associate's, a bachelor's, a master's, a doctorate. She was just like, get a degree. I'll, I will do anything for you to get that degree. You know how hard it was for me to like go to my mom and having to be like, you know what, like this is not for me. And like realizing that, you know, that was out of all the things she wanted me to do, that was, that was it. But having the ability to understand that, you know, that wasn't the the road for me and sitting down and having an actual conversation with them and then moving out. Like I know that I hit her because I was, I lived with her my entire life. So it was definitely like, it hit me differently. And I feel like in some way, just because of my, my personal personality, uh, sometimes I don't appreciate like, the time that I have with my parents or, or with my mom having the ability to always just like, she's in the other room or I can see her in the morning to say like goodbye or like good morning. And, uh, yeah, I feel like we, we sometimes take that for granted and, and having the ability to have those conversations with your parents, like with your mom, especially like I can have a conversation with my dad about anything. And I, I just, would, I just wouldn't care because that's just my dad. But like with my mom, it's like, it's different. I don't know. I feel like, Maybe because I'm a like a male, and like a relationship between like a mom and a son 
I feel like it might be different compared to like a relationship with like a daughter and like a mother. I feel like that's more of like a best friends kind of thing, like how Stephanie said it. Where like with me, I I don't know, like she's I consider her my best friend as well, but like I feel like it's different. No, I don't know how to explain it. Yeah, I can I can go into that. I mean, not too much because obviously I'm not a daughter, but like I have two younger sisters who I grew up with, uh, and I see now my sister's 19 and one is uh, 14, and I can see their relationship. Lucy's with my 19. Mom. Well, Lucy's actually 20. But yeah, she's 20. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Um, and I can see the difference between at least Lucy's relationship and my mom's versus me, me and my mom. Lucy always says that I'm my mom's favorite. Um, but that comes with like being the eldest just cause like we had a lot of alone time versus like her and Lucy were never alone. It was always like, I was in the picture as well. Uh, but I, I can see how Lucy, my mom is a little bit harder on Lucy on how she carries herself in society because she's a woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's different for my mom telling me how to carry myself. She, me being somebody who's gay, that was a huge turn for my mother as well especially as a Latino, a Latina mother. Um, it was kind of just like, no, like, that's not okay. She had a really hard time with it. Um, but just a few days ago, we just had a really deep conversation. I've been dating my boyfriend now for six months, and she didn't know. Um, and I just told her, like, hey, mom, I have a boyfriend. Um, and I was like, I know you don't like the idea of that, but it's been six months, and I want you to know and she just texted me back and she said hey i just want you to be loved and i just want you to be happy and to me as a 25 year old man 26 year old 26 that was just i cried i literally sat there and cried because like for my mom to accept that and to want to meet him that means so much like i don't care about anybody's approval except my mom but your mom so, like yeah yeah there's power yeah. behind that and that's yeah. that's that's awesome jose like i'm very happy like that you're able to experience that like not a lot of people in your shoes are able to experience that or even have the courage to like tell their moms that let alone like letting them know like like hey like my sexual orientation is like like i'm gay like my sexual orientation is different and and that's and i'm your son and i just i'm like you're in such a i'm guessing like a vulnerable state at that point because it is your mom like whatever her response is like it could either make you or like break you at that point and like you you always like as the as the only son you're like wait i'm supposed to like get married like give her grandkids and like i always i joke around with my sisters and i'm just like she wants grandkids i know i'm the oldest but that's on y'all <laughs> i'm like get to it <laughs> that's funny i know my mom my dad always jokes about like grandkids because my like uh i have a niece Obviously, like she lives in Mexico, so like whenever she came uh, to visit, my dad is like has a blast. Like he's always telling me, like, when are you gonna have a kid? Like you don't have to take care of it; I'll take care of it. Like just, ha- just have one. And my mom's like, no, like he's too young. And I'm like, I'll probably have another dog before I have a kid. That's so funny. Yeah, I can't wait to like if we do end up have kids. Well, I can wait for that. Like, <laughs> when, like, just like imagining, like, like I really want like a daughter. So, like, if I mm. if I am blessed with like a daughter, like in the future, like I can just like start to imagine like how that life would be like and growing up and telling 
my daughter about my mom and be like, Oh, like that's your grandma. And like, uh, like we have so many crazy stories about my grandma like that could be like a topic of its own <laughs> but like I don't know like my mom would tell stories about my my grandma to like my siblings and I and like I don't know just starting to imagine like how how would that like as a parent as a dad to my daughter about my mom like she's a superhero and I can't wait to tell that story so yeah, going, going back to, like, what um, Stephanie was saying about my mom being, like, my best friend, like, yo, I literally, not the type of person who, like, sits down for, like, three hours to sit and just converse with anyone, but, like, my mom, like, like I literally can sit there, like, it'll be, like, 9 p.m., and it'll be 2 a.m. once we, like, get done finishing with our conversation, and it's, like, it's always like that. My dad gets annoyed. I feel like he really gets annoyed because I don't have that sense of but I don't know. My mom is just like my literally like my best friend. Like I I literally do everything for her. Like she does everything for me. Like and it's now that when I'm growing up that I'm seeing it that I'm like yo like this, you wish I you appreciated it back there. Yes, you know because I I was really I don't know. I think we all were. It's just the teenage faces, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then now it's just, like, really beautiful though. It's, it's like you're like grateful for everything that they do. So like you want to do more for them. You know, it's more like a mature. Um, I don't know, like a more mature way. And then also seeing your um your grandma. I feel like for me, like you know, she lives over there. I can't go and visit her. So when she comes and she's here, like to me, it's just so beautiful because I'm not like my mom. Like, in a way, I am, because she has made me become, like, a better woman. But, like, in hints of things that we like, I'm more my, like my grandma. So when my grandma comes, like, me and her are just, like, like oh, doing facials and, like, you know, all this, like, uh-huh. stuff that my mom doesn't do. So, like, my grandma, for me, like, she's also another, like, gr- mom, I would say. Like, my second mom. But for sure. it kind of just sucks that she's so far away that I don't get to see her. Mm-hmm. And like that's I mean, a, Andrea, an obstacle, yeah. I was gonna say this isn't on our on our doc, but like if we could go back to our younger selves and tell something, say say something to ourselves, oh my God. like about our moms, what what would we tell? What would we tell our own self? Man, like you guys, I don't think maybe Jose knows, but like I told Melissa about how bad I was as a kid, like bad. Like you see this little Mexican kids running at like quinceañeras. I'm that like 24. <laughs> That's how bad I was. Silver like, teeth. <laughs> yes, I was saying where are your silver teeth at? Hmm. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> he has them. I no. Real bad. I was so bad. Like if I could go back and talk to my former self, I don't even think like I could like sit myself down <laughs> to like tell myself something because I was that bad. Bro, I, when I was little, when I was little, I, I like what I'm right now. I'm not what I was before. Like when I was six, seven, I was literally like Dennis the Menace kind of kid. <laughs> Like, I would grab rocks and throw at people when I was a little kid. Oh, yeah, I, one, time, one time, I grabbed, like, um, like the plastic spoons, and we were at uh, kindergarten, and I tried to open the door of our classroom oh my God. with a little fork, and the, and the freaking oh, thing got stuck in there. I know. <laughs> he was, he was talking to me. He was talking to the Rugrats. 
Yeah. <laughs> and Dude. the freaking thing got stuck in there. So they called my mom. And I remember my mom go, going to the school, getting the el cerrajero para que lo abriera la chingadera. And she was like, uh-huh. I'll have to pay for this. I have to pay for this. And my dumbass would be like, can we get ice cream with, what was her name? She looked like, there's this girl. She looked like Dora. I swear, she looked like Dora. And that's why I was like, she's really cute. Let's go get ice cream with her. And she's like, are you freaking kidding me? I just paid like, it was like 300 pesos to get the cerrajero aquí. And you want to get ice cream? I'm like, oh, okay. No, but that's was, crazy. Mm. Yeah, I mean, like, just, just imagine what my mom had to put up with me. Like, I had a therapist and everything, like, when I was little. And I was on Ritalin because I was so bad. Like, I, I grew up with, like, ADHD. And, like, I still have it. But it's more like like a, I can't focus for long periods of time instead of, like, hyperactivity. Um, but, like, I just, like, all the stories that I tell Melissa about how when I was a kid and, and what my mom had to go through, like, she, I couldn't, I couldn't literally not go anywhere without my mom. And I couldn't stay with anybody else because nobody could tolerate me. <laughs> so it was either my mom or my grandma on my, on my dad's side, because she was so strict. Like she loved me so much. She was the only one that could like tolerate me and like put me in my place. So if I could go back and like somehow control myself enough to like sit down and like talk to me, I would be, I mean, I had ADHD, so like I really can't do a lot. But I'll be like, <laughs> like you just gotta chill, and like you, no, I would, you'll appreciate it in the long run. For sure. I would definitely go back and tell myself, like, if I could go back to my middle school self, I would tell myself to be more patient with my mom, um, just because even though I had a stepfather, um, he wasn't really like a stepfather. Um, it was just her doing everything for me. So I would just say, like, be more patient with her and be more understanding. But I was literally the opposite child from Miguel. I was so shy. I was so timid. Like, I was the most calm, like, little, me. little kid ever, which is so opposite to who I am now. <laughs> so, yeah, like, I tell um, everybody the stories. getting everything out of the system. <laughs> yeah, and it's crazy because we're like, how how are you like this, but now you're this is like day and night. And I'm like, I don't know, maybe learning English helped some, like some sort of psychology, learning another language. <laughs> so I think for me, um, I think it was a little bit different growing up because my mom, well, she was always like a single mom. Um, cause my parents got divorced when I was six. So I was very used to just being me and her, uh, well, at first it was me, her, and my brother. But then when we came here, uh, my brother went back to Mexico. And so it was just me and her. So from the time that I was like 10, it's just been me and her. So I think like I can really relate to like she is like my best friend and like the person that if something happens, like, you know, like she's the first person I'm going to call and I'm going to be like, hey, like this is happening. Um, but also it's kind of like you know it's it's a weird relationship i think it's kind of like a partnership also of like we kind of work together as a team um because at the end of the day like it was always just me and her um so she had to work a lot and so i would stay like by myself a lot and so like it definitely i think she definitely has shaped me who i am and so i am very grateful for that but 
I remember well, just now we asked a question of like how would you keep your mom your mom back if you were like a millionaire? And I would definitely like send her on like trips. Like I would just send her everywhere in the world. I would do like a month, two months, the whole year, like just send her out. Oh my god, I would go with her. Because that's what she <laughs> that's what she like she's so like she's so adventurous. Like she's she's down to do whatever. We went to Hawaii and I was like, let's climb the the he- this the stairway to heaven, which is like illegal Ooh, to climb. Oh yeah. That's <laughs> a nice yeah. We went through the illegal way, but we went through the legal way. And she was down. She was like, let's go. Like I was like, all right, bet, let's do it. And we went what, like we got the illegal way? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, got, it got shut down because it's so dangerous. Oh yeah. Yeah, they're thinking about yeah. But the way the the actual stairway, which was like uh the military, I think, they like, built it so that so they could spy on the Japanese. Um, the stairway itself is illegal to go that way because it's very dangerous. Oh, because it there's might break off. Huh? Because it might break off and thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. It's, it's really slippery and it's like raining. Because uh, it's, it's like really, like really, it's on top of the mountain, I guess, right? Uh, yeah. yeah. And, like, I went up there. You got vacation. Through the through the not so illegal so <laughs> yes <laughs> and I went there and it was so nice but I didn't know there was a legal way to go there until yeah. one of my friends until one of my friends went and he's like I'm like if you go you could try this but careful because it's illegal and he's like I just tried it yesterday and we went to the legal route and I'm like well lucky you. But let me tell you, like, so, like, the whole point of this, like, going up there is that you go up for, like, sunrise. Mm-hmm. And so you want to start hiking, like, at... Yeah, like, it's in- dark. Yeah. Yeah. So we went and we, like, bought, like, little headlamps and everything. And we started hiking at, like, two. And we were just hiking and hiking. We got lost. Like, it was, like, in the middle of the fucking, like, jungle or some shit. <laughs> and Wait. it was scary. It was so scary, but... She was never like she never backed down. Like at the end, everybody was like, everybody backed down. Like me, and my cousin, my brother, the one that was like, let's keep going. Mm-hmm. We're like, girl, no. <laughs> We're like, let's go back. But, so she's adventurous. Like she, she's she's a cool mom. Oh, my mom would have had a heart attack <laughs> for sure. <laughs> my mom wouldn't even have agreed to going on the hike. She'd be like, no. <laughs> So I have a, I have a I have a question for uh, Stephanie, Andrea, and uh, Lupe. Do you guys see yourself? Oh, Lupe, uh, Andrea, you already said this. But do you, as you guys are becoming older and like growing up and becoming like grown women, do you guys see yourselves like like resembling like your mother a lot and like things that you do? Yes. So like for me and my best friend, so I've been knowing Ella since we were like in middle school. I've been knowing her mom since then too. Like you know, she's like another mom for me um and we joke about it now like at 23 24 years old like we joke about it because we're like dude you're literally your mom or like she's like oh my god you're acting like your mom right now or like some little things even like facial expressions i don't notice in myself but she knows me and she knows my mom that she knows and it's the same it's like vice versa um or like ella's mom is more like calm like she's more earth like like nature like organic like She's such a cute mom. Um, and Nella is literally becoming her in that sense, too. For oh, me, yeah. Mom, 
for me, my mom is more, you know, like my mom is more, um, she's more social, like funny, um, outgoing. Like she doesn't like staying at home, but sometimes she does for movies. And then I'm like, dude, I'm literally my mom. Like, it's just, I don't know. I think it's funny to see. I remember Ella's mom. I can say that. I can say that, like, for example, I hung out with Steph and her mom. Like, I've hung out with them a few times. Ah! It just helped her move. (laughs) I would just be quiet and, like, just back away because I'm like, it's the same with my mom, right? Like, when me and my mom are like, it's not that we're arguing. It's just the way that we talk. (laughs) It sounds like to anybody else, it sounds like an argument. But I know, like, it's just the way that you communicate. It's just so deep. Yeah, but like, so I like, I remember like, I would just see her and her mom like start going at it, and I'm like, like just, I would just watch. I was like, yep, it's like the same person talking to each other, just back and forth. That's Hispanic stuff, like, like in yeah. general. But I'm like, I'm the same, I'm like, I'm the exact same way with my mom. And like, when my brother, when we hang out with my brother, he does the same thing. Like, he would just like step back and like watch because he knows, like, you just gotta, just gotta let it. It's her own communication system. Communication. Yeah, mostly I think with the girl and the, her mom. I think like that female, like, you know, because we're stubborn and it's like. Right. And y'all both come butt ahead. So eventually you got to get to a meet, like a middle point. But yeah, actually, it's Friday that you mentioned the moving scenario because I, my nephew helped me move. And when I went and dropped him off, he was like, like they get too stressed out and they're so serious and I was like I was just concentrated you guys like I, I don't even I don't think I was even going at it with my mom we were really just talking like no I think this thing needs to go like it this. it's different yeah so it's like dang but I am very much like my mom oh I went and made tacos for my friend who's pregnant shout out to her so I was like you know we can't have the baby craving tacos so I saw myself literally like I would not sit down they were like just sit down and eat I was like no 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 I have to do it and every time I eat with my mom I'm like mom siéntate siéntate porque estás para and they were like sit uh, down you understand it yes I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm nervous I'm so anxious yeah. <laughs> But it's like if you don't do it, then nobody else does it. Yeah. That's like, like you start to understand your mom. It's like that's why she gets mad, like because if somebody has to do it. Yeah. That's why you gotta help your moms. Help your moms, y'all. Oh, to all the boys. Because <laughs> boys really think, and I'm coming for y'all, I don't care. Boys really think that it's okay to like not clean and not not clean. That's well, all I do. No, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> you my mom every like uh i would say like every saturday morning we were up cleaning and i am literally i was laying in bed with my boyfriend the other day and we had just cooked and we like he has a studio apartment downtown and you can see everything from the bedroom from his bed so like i'm just like staring at the kitchen i'm just like it's dirty and it was like midnight and i got up and started cleaning and like doing dishes i was like i'm not gonna sleep in this bed if this kitchen looks like this and i can 100 percent tell you like that is my mom that is my mom coming through me and like telling you like I guess for me, if my mom, like, if we didn't hear Hispanic music uh, on a Lane, Sunday, if you're not morning, put in Pedro Infante, it's not clean. Oh, it's but, not cleaning. Pedro Infante, though. Los Angeles Azules is not cleaning. <laughs> but I'm about Sebastian, and now, oh my God, I was just listening to him last week. <laughs> <laughs> but were you cleaning? Were you cleaning? 
packing. So we gotta, we gotta, we gotta change the, the name of this episode to "I Am My Mother's Child." <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny because now, like bringing up like the whole music thing, like you would, you would be in the car, they're like on your way home, like a little kid, like eh, like in the backseat, and. Uh, <laughs> And like they would always play like the same songs. Like they had the little mixtape, you put the CD or whatever in. And like now you find yourself listening to the same songs. And it's like you not only not only do you appreciate because the lyrics are so good. Yes. And like the song itself, but they have like you connect to it. Yeah, it's an emotional attachment because you you listen to a certain song. And you can like picture yourself like in that back seat, like 2003, 2002, wherever, with your mom, like on your way to school. Like, okay, so so I have a question. What's like a song or like an artist that like, if you needed to like remember your mom and you wanted to listen to this song or artist, who would that artist Ooh. be? I can go first because I know like right off the bat, my my mom. Let she me pull loved- up Spotify real quick. Ricky Martin, like for her, Ricky Martin was like everything. Like ever since she was young too, when he was in Menudo, like that's when it's. Mm. <laughs> yeah, she totally remembers like going to the concert and like looking at him and everything. So I like I always every time I hear like Ricky Martin, I'm like my mom. My mom loves Sin Bandera, so Ooh. like. Yes. Yeah. Like I remember like. I've never, I remember when I was little, my mom took me to like a, like a rock concert just cause I was little. I couldn't go by myself. Like I went to, to go see Muse and she was just chilling next to me. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> but like, but like when, when like Camila came and we went and oh it was like God. my parents and Melissa and Melissa's parents, like, bro, that hit different. So it's like, even like their music now, like maybe like as I'm older and I'm listening to it, it's like this is the f- like the first actual concert that like I took my parents to, and like we bonded over the song. And like not only is like the music like fire, but like it hits different now. So for yeah, me, like uh, go ahead, Amanda. Oh, all right, so for me, I have a whole playlist of music um, from the '80s, um, just because like that's that's my mom. Like she's an '80s person. Oh so. man, Gloria Trevi. No, 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 no. Like, <laughs> like American, like American '80s. Like I'm talking about, like Journey, Whitney Houston, oh, and shit. all these people. So, like, I have a whole playlist of that. And sometimes when I'm in the mood, like I just play the playlist, and I know, you know oh. Houston, I just want to dance with somebody, whatever. Yeah. Dance, oh, dance, yeah. Dance, <laughs> dance with somebody. Dance. <laughs> like. <laughs> yeah, singing's not for me. That's why I played instruments. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I have a whole playlist for my mom. So I feel Man. like if the day ever comes, I feel like that playlist is gonna hit hard. You know, like talking about like about those instruments, like like completely out of topic, but not at the same time. Like I've been having like reoccurring like back to back dreams where like it's not normal for me to have dreams. But, like, it'll be, like, a dream about, like, something, like, in the past. Like, some sort of experience. And I feel like I had... It's kind of sad. I had, like, a, I had this dream when I was little. Or, like, back in, like, elementary school. No, not elementary school. Middle school. And I was in band. Um, and 
I was uh, of playing the clarinet, but at this point, it's like, like it was like a reunion of like the middle school band, and uh, Mister was it Mister Christian? I think. Yeah. And, yeah, he was. Uh, he was like, okay, everyone's gonna sit down and play like the song, and everybody else knew and remember how to play the instrument, except me. But like, I left band in like sophomore year, and my mom was like she was begging me to like not get out of band and continue like learning like the instrument. And I like in my dream, I was sad because I couldn't remember, like I couldn't even do a warm up scale and I was so sad. And I think I woke up almost crying because I was so like sad that <laughs> I didn't follow through with like what my mom wanted to do. And in, in a sense, it was like an epiphany because it made me realize that not only like following through with like clarinet, but like learning guitar or like taking like certain type of classes or doing like certain things that my mom pushed me and begged me to not stop doing. Like it made me realize that if I hadn't given up and I would have just followed my mom's advice, I would know how to play guitar or I wouldn't have forgotten how to read notes or like do a chromatic scale or like do all, all these other things. And like, it, like it made me realize like how hard my mom pushed me to like keep learning and keep striving. And now like, like that's all I do is like, I'm always looking for things to learn. And I feel like that was kind of ingrained in me, but it's just having that dream and like that realization of like, dang, like you gave up, like you just, you would have just pushed a little bit. Oh, you can still do it. You can still do it. Stephanie, my girl, she got her piano going. Oh yeah, for sure. No, like it definitely like, it was like an awakening in me saying like, like it's not too late to like pick up that guitar again or pick up that piano or learn something new. And uh, like, there's more meaning behind it now for me because it's like, I'm not only doing it for me, but like, I'm showing my mom, like, Hey, I like, I'm doing this for you because you taught, you told me not to give up. And now I'm, I'm going to do this for you. And that's how it was for me too. Um, I actually picked up the violin because my mom, she would always tell me that my great granddad used to I play the violin. the violin. So like, I was like, yeah, I'm going to do it for you. So like the whole time <laughs> I was doing it, I was like, cause I want to be Flores, you know, like, cause my mom always says that I'm more like a Silva, not like Silva is my dad. So Flores is my mom. Mm-hmm. So I always wanted to show her that I'm more of a Flores, but like in reality, like I'm a Silva. Um, so like, that's why I started playing the violin, but like now the violin cannot be mentioned at home because I was too busy being wild at high school that the last day of school, I forgot to pick up the violin <gasps> and Pike sold it. And what? I went back and I was like, no, I need my violin. That's like at least a thousand dollars. They gotta pay rent. Yeah. You pay for it? Oh, no, girl. It, was, it was mine, but like my parents paid for, paid it. for it. And it. Something else I wanted to mention. How, you had like, that violin since elementary school. No, no, no. I bought another one. <laughs> oh, shit. You lost the other one? <laughs> no, oh, I got out of it. Oh, okay. She lost, she lost <laughs> both. <laughs> different sizes, but no, like, it, I cannot mention it. And I feel bad, like, because it's something, it's my passion, you know? But at the same time, I can't mention it to my parents because it was my fault. And then they paid for it. So I feel like, I don't know, it's going back to the same things that my mom has done so much for me. And has paid so much for things that I can't even, mm-hmm. I feel bad because I took advantage of it, you know? So, like, now it's like, I want to be able to tell you that, look, I'm, you know? So, yeah, my next big purchase is violin, so I can tell them that. 
I didn't. No, 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 no. This is what you do. You buy the violin. You practice in secret a song, and then you sit them down, and then you play the song for them. Ooh, one of those, one good. of those eighties, one of those eighties songs. 80s so your song. mom's like, yeah. no, I played actually um, that one song. What's it called? Um, Amor Eterno. Mm-hmm. So I played it with my great grandma, and like they had a whole party, and the they brought like mariachis, and I was like, hey, can I play it with you? I know this song, and they're like, yeah, yeah, by 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 Rocio Durcal. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, that's my fucking song. Wait, that's oh, I love that song. I'm not gonna say my mom's like artist, like has Rocio Durcal. That, 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 La Gata Bajo La Lluvia. That's my song, bitch. I <laughs> you should. Like Kardashian. Huh? I would say that I was like that face you just made. It was. It was, <laughs> it was not a cute. Uh, Andrea, hundred percent. And made me think of Kim Kardashian because she cries so ugly. <laughs> <laughs> Going back well, to what I said. Uh, no, go ahead. Go ahead, actor. I just like the the fact that Andrea said like. We have like, for me at least, for my parents, it's like, my mom is like, well, you didn't get that from the oh, Hernandez, you got it from the Morales, <laughs> and you're like, oh shit. They go back and like, forth. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna. Your I was mom gonna is calling you. Huh? Is your mom is your mom calling you, Miguel? Yeah, I'll call her back. Oh, I was gonna say that for my mom. I don't know. I don't know if you guys know who Pimpinela is. Pimpon? But Pimpinela. <laughs> Pimpon? No, Pimpon is uh, so it's this lady who she used to sing with like her husband, I think, and they would always go back and forth in songs. And there's a song called Olvidame. Um, and my mom would always sing it like during like parties where she was drunk and like growing up, like I was like, oh my God. Um and also, like, bachata was a big thing for her. Uh, a few months ago, we went to go see Aventura, and she went to one of Aventura's Fuck. first concerts here in Indiana. And we got to go back in Chicago, and we went together. And I was, she was just, like, so into it, like, singing so much. And I'm just like, oh, my mom looks so happy. And I think we can agree, like, those moments, like, we can see our mom, like, relaxing, just, like, smiling. Like, those are priceless. Also- Dude, my mom, when we went to go see Ricky Martin... She had her little like she because my mom's skinny. She's like she's like she's cute. She works out a lot, so she was wearing like her little dress and her little like you know her little clean like it was sexy. All right. Um, hey. Okay, milf. Heels and everything, and I'm like, mom, like. You don't have to fuck it up like that, mom. Damn. <laughs> sitting there like next to her, I'm like. She looks like she's like 20, like not me, but she does. No, your mom is in good, really good shape. I've seen her dancing Zumba and she'd be going in there like, Damn, yeah. okay, Red Room. Oh, we ran into Luke. Red Room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Say, y'all know how cool Lupe's mom is? I ran into her at the club. Like, we, she was like, oh, hey, like without Lupe? Without Lupe. Lupe was Oh, Lupe. shit. <laughs> 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 with her little group of friends okay you know how lit that would be to meet your mom at the club just chilling with her friends she was so chill she was like oh, okay one of the and i was like yo i was so fucked up oh man messed up but this is <laughs> yeah, nah say with your chest no, 
I was, he was I was, what? But like I'm just dancing and I see my mom. I'm like, what? <laughs> okay, really quickly, I found the song Jose was talking about, and they're all like so like. Yes. Yeah, we're gonna get copyrighted. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we do not, we do not own the right. Well, that was that was the end to the Project Summer podcast. <laughs> well, thank you for watching. Well, at least Hector knows law, so if we get sued, we're got, we. Oh, it was just five seconds, guys. It was just five seconds. We're yeah, good. No, we're good. We're good. <laughs> that was actually me singing it. That yeah, yeah. She's, she's that good. <laughs> oh, it was actually. No, yeah. And, that, and song, that, that song is super fun. It's it's always a good memory. You know, my mom kind of, like, jokes about it sometimes because we're, like, similar but not similar. So she's like, you're, like, adoptada. And I was like, damn, like, what? Damn, what the fuck? like that, you know? But she's <laughs> like, I just don't know who you get the dance moves from. Like, where's your curly hair from? Like, it just doesn't make sense. Like, you're the first child. I remember maybe they switched you around. I was like, but I'm pretty sure, like. I'm, I'm pretty like, sure I look like my brother, so. Right. <laughs> Andrea, are you are you the BB of the family? No, I'm the oldest. No, uh, no. The uh, have you guys watched Familia? Uh, oh. La Familia Peluche. Oh. She said BB. Oh, la BB. I definitely I feel like I am between me, my mom, and my brother. Like they they are wild. They they'll like they'll go. They'll just start like talking to each other and they'll be like, come up with a plan that's not a good plan. And they'll just try to. <laughs> and I'm like, this is not a good plan. But they're like, since it's like three of us, it's always like two against one. Mm. So I'm always like, I just go along with it. And then when they get in trouble, I just sit there and I'm like, what did I tell you guys? I would say my brother would be the BB. I definitely feel like I am. But I think my family, we all are right. at one point. And then. But I'm definitely the black sheep of the family. But it's cool. <laughs> hashtag right. retweet. Yeah, hashtag retweet. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, the whole point, just to like summarize the entire, like why we're here today, it's just this is pop, this is gonna release on Thursday, but like following up to Thursday, uh, into that Sunday to just. Uh, while you're listening to give, you have Thursday and Friday to come up with something, make a card, uh, uh, go to Kroger and buy some fruit or something. Uh, some, uh, what's the, what are the edible things? The, the, the edible fruit the arrangements? Edible, ed- edible arrangements. Oh yeah. my God. There's one by Carmel. I know I'm gonna get my mom that. So like, it's like 40 bucks. Uh, Hopefully, if you're listening, edible arrangements. I'll put uh, sponsor us. One eight hundred what? One eight hundred. My number. But like, or no, but like. Do, if you can do arrangement, we can do toilet paper. It's fancy now. Yeah, uh, toilet paper arrangement. <laughs> Anything to thank your mom or a mom out there that you know that you are forever grateful for. Just so just to know. give a little, you will, sorry, Miguel, I'll try to interrupt you, but just to give everybody who's listening, um, what day is the, is Thursday, by the way? Uh, four, five, six, 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 seven. Cool. 
So if you guys are listening, Puleco uh, Siembra is running a contest, and we just really want you guys to tell us why your mothers are so special. So if you guys could record a video, something quick, something simple, telling us why your mother is the best, uh, we are going to run a little raffle. So anybody who submits a video, we're going to submit them and their mother um, for a chance to win a makeover, uh, makeup-wise, with Lady Stephanie. Um, hairdo um, from Carol Santos and a free dinner for your mom from Tucasa Lion Food. And we are just giving this to that mother that, I mean, obviously every mother is special, um, but we're going to treat one special mother um, who is able to, uh, for that person who submits a video. And if you're listening in Spanish, um, si tienes tiempo, por favor de grabar un video diciéndonos por qué tu mamá es tan especial um, para una oportunidad de ganarse un uh, hacerse maquillaje con Lady Stephanie y le, van a, le vamos a regalar un peinado de parte de Carol Santos y una cena gratis de parte de tu casa Lion Food. Um, so simplemente para que ustedes eh, manden esos, esos videos para hacer un video de Proyecto Siembra um, que será muy especial para nosotros. Um, so please, if you're listening, uh, feel free to send those videos in because um, we would love to treat a very special mother out here in NDE. So uh, please stay tuned for that. And yeah, for sure. Randomly, I think it's important to say it will just be random. Yeah, randomly selected. Randomly selected, and yeah. we're gonna do a live of when we pick. For sure, so, for sure. Make sure that you join, and that will be on May May tenth. So we we definitely want you to participate and and engage, and uh, we definitely want to know like why what makes your mom so special and and who your mom is, so we can uh, she has a social media. Give her a shout out. Um, and I mean, with this, we're basically at the end of the podcast now, but we just want to close it off. And once again, thank all the mothers out there. And uh, if you are a mom listening, thank you. Uh, thank you to all the grandmas and the aunts and the cousins, all the moms, all the moms out there uh, for everything that you do. Uh, forever grateful. Without you, our world would not run. And uh, yeah, so like we basically we we wanted to finish it off by basically saying what our mothers mean to mean to us, uh, and I can uh, wholeheartedly say that my mom is my everything. Uh, she's my hero. She's my role model. She's my best friend, and I could not uh, be happier to have grown up and have a mom like you uh, in my life. For sure. Um, I can I can go ahead and go next. Um, for me, I'm gonna do it in Spanish because my mom speaks Spanish. So maybe if she listens, she'll hear me. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I mean, yo, hi, hola, mamá. Yo solamente quiero decirle a mi mamá muchas gracias por enseñarme a ser independiente y por ponerme la idea de siempre tratar de explorar el mundo y de conocer lugares nuevos y um, gracias por enseñarme a ser, sí, una mujer independiente. Te quiero mucho, te amo, gracias. Y cuando tenga tiempo, a bailar. Cuando el quarantine is over, todos vamos a bailar al Latin night. For We're the all going to Latin night. All the moms. <laughs> Latin mom night. With the mom. Exactly. With the mom. 
go ahead, Andrea. Um, for me, okay, same thing for, for me. It's going to be in Spanish. Um, para mí, mi mamá es una mujer muy poderosa, muy fuerte, que me ha dado mucho amor. Y estoy muy agradecida por todo lo que ha hecho por mí y por mi hermano y por ser una gran mujer. Y realmente la ha ido liso, se puede decir. Yes. Pero gracias, Manu. We'll figure it out. <laughs> um, para mí, um, le quiero decir a mi mamá que ella es mi mundo. Um, y le quiero decir gracias por ser la roca de la familia de nosotros. Um, ser una madre de tres hijos um, básicamente sola no es fácil, um, pero gracias por enseñarme que no importa cuántas veces te caes, tú puedes levantar otra vez y ser mejor. Um, y también gracias por aceptarme. Gracias por tomarme como tu hijo y quererme en las altas y en las bajas. Um, so, gracias, mami. Te quiero mucho. Te mando un beso, un abrazo. I love you. Bueno, pues voy yo. No, pues no. Uh, hola, mami. Muchas gracias por todo. Te quiero más que nada en el mundo, hasta el infinito y más allá. Mil veces que lo que tú me quieres. Uh, um, gracias por todo lo que has hecho por mí. En verdad, te lo juro que nunca en mi vida podría hacer ni un cuarto de lo que tú has hecho por mí. Y nunca te lo podré dar de regreso, pero ojalá te te haga feliz con cada día, con las pequeñas cosas que haga. No soy perfecta. Haría todo por ti, menos dejar de hacerme tatuajes, mami. Lo siento. <risa> es lo único que me pide, pero no lo voy a hacer. Lo siento, mami. Es arte. Te amo. Gracias. Eres increíble. Eres la mejor. Nunca habrá nadie como tú. No me importa lo que diga la gente. Yo nunca seré como tú, porque como tú no hay nadie. I love you, mami. Damn. Put that on the tattoo. <risa> I'm sorry, but that touched my heart. I was really nervous, but that was like straight from the heart. So, you know. <laughs> okay, I guess I'll go. Um, Mama, gracias por hacer todo lo que, las, lo que haces. La verdad, no ha sido nada fácil um, venir a, una, a un país sin conocer a nadie, literalmente, este, dejar a toda tu familia. Um, y no poder um, ir a los eventos importantes del, de tu familia. Este, te doy gracias porque gracias a lo, a, al, al trabajo que has puesto um, en educarme, soy el hombre que, es, que soy hoy. Um, sin ti, no, la verdad, no sé dónde estuviera ahorita. Muchas gracias. That's everyone. Yeah, that is everyone. So from the bottom of our hearts, from our mothers to your mothers, uh, de nuestras mamás a tus mamás, we want to we wanna wish you and your mom a very happy Mother's Day this uh, coming up May 10th. And I had some like, <laughs> I had a whole bunch of like, uh, like, I didn't really do research, but I pulled up something. And uh, it doesn't matter. We love you, moms. Feliz Día de las Madres. Feliz Día de las Madres. And, Feliz Día de las Madres. Uh, we wish you the best and just tell your mom that you love her. Te amo, mamá. Okay, bye. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> All right, guys. See you. See you next Thursday. Uh, we don't. We're not sure what we're going to talk about yet, but um, we'll see you then. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>